How you doing, Coach? Good, good, Glenn. How you doing, Kristen? Hey, Coach. Coach. So we're just we're just talking about um, the offense yesterday, and obviously you went up against a real good defensive team, and Buffalo obviously uh, played well. How different is it now when you look at your defense and how stingy they are, and they're creating their own offense that you can kind of get through some of this stuff when you're going up against a really good defensive team? They keep you in the game. Yeah, well, you just try to do whatever you can to win each week. So um, you never know how that's going to go. Sometimes it's 50 to 49. Sometimes it's 7 to 3. Um, you just don't know. But try to play as well as we can in every phase of the game and maximize our opportunities. So I'm sure you'd love to win every single game 37 nothing. But when you get winning a tough game on the road, face some adversity, especially offensively, is that the type of game you learn a lot about your own team, the mental toughness, winning on the road? Well, it certainly takes mental and physical toughness to win in Buffalo. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, they're they're a good football team. It's a very um, intense game, and uh, you know, we made enough plays at the end to win. So uh, we'll take a division win on the road. Yeah, those, those are almost worth two wins sometimes. You know, because they're so important. So everyone's talking about the offensive issues. You know, you guys have dealt with a lot in a short period of time. Um, how much has that affected you guys offensively? With what you can do. Has it limited some of the plays that you can call? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, we just need a little more consistency, I would say. You know, at times, um, I'd say in all three phases of the game, at times things were good. At other times, they they could have been better. We got to do a better job of coaching and playing, and just see if we can improve here every week. A lot of people screaming about the hit yesterday, Jonathan Jones on Allen. Uh, certainly. Did you think a flag should have been even thrown in that situation based on the rule? Uh, I think uh, John did what we've coached him to do. And um, so if it's a foul, then I think, uh, you know, we'll I'll have to change how we're coaching him. So I thought he he tried to make the tackle, hit with his shoulder, didn't leave with his head, didn't have that posture. Um, so uh, he, he did what he's being coached to do. Well, he was trying to prevent him from crossing the sticks, right, and getting that first down. He wasn't lunging or anything. So why would Sean McDermott, when the game was over, said that we need to remove stuff like that out of the game, and you're sitting here telling us that you're teaching your players to do exactly what he did? Yeah, you have to ask Sean that. I'm not sure. Hmm. So it just seemed, and a lot of people seem to be misunderstanding. Can you explain the rule of what happens when you're a quarterback and then you suddenly switch over to becoming a running back. Do you not, in the process, if you're running with the football, that it's treated differently? Yeah, if you're running football, you're a running back. Anybody can give themselves up. Once they give themselves up, then, then they're a defenseless player. Because wasn't there a play yesterday with Van Noy get hit for roughing the passer when the passer had already released the ball and John Brown was the one that was actually throwing the football? I don't know. I'm sure you've seen that on video. Did that seem to make sense? Uh, well, it, yeah, he wasn't roughing the passer, um, but... Hit him in the back. Was, I think it was unnecessary roughness. Yeah, he got him in the back. It's unnecessary roughness. Well, yeah, again, it doesn't really matter what I think or what you think. It's it's what the officials think, and it's our job to know the rules, to understand them, and to, and to coach them. That's what we try to do. So if there's a misinterpretation, then um, we need to clarify that. I don't, I don't know that there is, but we'll see. Yeah, you just you mentioned real quickly about how you coach him to, to play that. So is, is it just what are the main rules okay obviously don't leave with your head keep that out as much as possible which it seemed like he tried to do that you know he wasn't squared up he wasn't launching at him 
Um, it seems like he was bracing himself for the contact. So is that just a pat on the back? Hey, don't worry about it. Or do you actually even say, hey, don't worry about it. Um, you're fine. We, we teach the proper techniques in tackling um, and blocking and everything else. We teach proper techniques, and that's what we try to do. We teach and we show what improper technique is and what's illegal and what's a foul. Um, and we coach that. We try to coach out of that. So, yeah, that's basically what tackling is. So um, you guys lose James Devlin, which has a big impact. You know how valuable he is. But uh, just your thoughts on Jakob Johnson. I want to call him Jacob, but I'm going to call him Jakob because that's what I keep hearing. But a couple of nice blocks yesterday for a guy kind of just thrown into the fire. I know you've talked about before. You didn't even think he was going to make your roster, but here he is now lead block at times for Sony Michel. Yeah, well, I thought Yak played competitively. I mean, it's a young guy. He hasn't gotten much action in regular season, played a little bit in preseason. Uh, he's getting better. He's got a long way to go. Um, but he's trying hard, working hard, and getting better. You know, Matthew Slater, I think, has played 11 – well, it's not his 12th year, right? So, But 11 years, he's never been called for that – what is it? Is it Was it unsportsmanlike contact for staying outside? And then he has two of those penalties in the last two games. Is that what, – what is that about? Is that just the, the league uh, making that a point of emphasis? Or is that him – I'm just trying to figure out how, how he's being flagged twice for that. And I'm sure he's trying to get back in. Yeah, um, well, they, they're, I'd say they're both pretty close calls. Um, so obviously we have to, you know, coach it and, and play it a little differently than the way we've played it. The block punt. Um, a lot of players talking about how much you worked on it during the course of the week. I'm sure that makes you pretty proud when you go through during the course of the week. You see something on film and suddenly you're able to exploit it and execute it in a football game. Yeah, of course. It's any time you make a play, and, and that's a good thing. And, and there's certainly a rewarding after you've put in the time uh, on the practice field or in meetings or whatever it happens to be to, to get it, uh, then to have it come to fruition uh, in game conditions and for it to be a big play is, is great. It's, uh, it's very fulfilling. So, um, you know, we did, you know, the overall, obviously, Joe and Cam special teams did a great job on that. The play was uh, well designed and, and well executed, not just by JC, but also. Um, the other players to be able to you know shorten the corner and JC took a good angle and made a great play on the ball. So you guys get Ben Watson back here today after missing the first four. He's with you guys all 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 camp. So he just slides back in business as usual. This guy's been around for a long time, but how how does that change the offense at all? Actually, having maybe more of a tight end presence. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes. Um, right now, we have a roster exemption for him, so we'll. Just um, evaluate it. I mean, we haven't been on the field yet, so we'll evaluate it and see how it goes. You don't want to announce the move for him yet here, here with us? Because you got to add him to the roster, right? No, we have an exemption, Lou. Oh, okay. And you can add him when? He's on the roster, but he's an exemption, so it doesn't count as one of the 53 players. Oh, so Sunday you don't have to take anyone off? If he's active, we do. Oh, okay. I was just seeing if you wanted to announce that now with us. <laughs> No, it's um, he, he's exempt. He's okay. he's a roster exemption. Stupid. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Collins said the uh, green dot. How does that change things during the course of the week when you get to the game on Sunday? Different guys doing the communication. Well, we practice with different players in practice, so it's um, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal. But uh, Jamie's involved. Um, Probably a little more in coverage. High towers have all a little more in the pass rush, especially on third down. So there's a little bit of a, a difference there. But uh, 
they're they're both smart players. They communicate really well. They have a great understanding of uh, what we're trying to do defensively and work well with the secondary with um, Devin and, and uh, Pat and Duran, the the safeties that uh, and where the, the secondary communication really starts there and goes from the inside out. Not that the other guys aren't involved, but it's really a, an inside out type of thing. So um, again, we we do that in practice and. Uh, you know, Kyle can handle it. Bentley can handle it. Uh, Landon Roberts can handle it. We have a number of guys that can do that, so we don't just you know rely on one one person. Uh, although we have a main signal caller in in the game, uh, but if something were to happen, we can adjust that. Koskowski missed his uh, fourth field goal of of the year. PAT. PAT. Yeah, sorry. Um, are you at the point where that's become a concern a concern for you guys? I know last week we asked you the same question. <laughs> yeah, well, look, everything. Yeah, everything's important, um, but we're going to continue to work hard. There's a lot of things that we need to do better than we did yesterday, and we'll work hard on all of them. Uh, that, that's on the list. So I know in camp, Sony Michelle actually, you know, I think people are talking about how he's 11 for 11 in, in receptions, and I'm just curious: is it what part of that? Because I know he's not involved. I think he's got one target. Is it pass protect where maybe he's lagging, or do you still have confidence in him catching the football? Oh yeah, plenty of confidence in catching the ball. Yeah, just maybe not adding that to his repertoire in game. Maybe take away some of the predictability. Or, uh, well, I think we could do a, a lot more if we had you know more plays. And you know, yesterday we just didn't have really have very many plays offensively. We didn't have a lot of first downs. We weren't able to stay on the field a lot. Didn't convert a lot of third downs. So that, that limits everybody's opportunities. So if we could, you know, run more plays, gain more gain more first downs, then that would. Everybody get more touches then, sure. Jake Bailey has been uh, unbelievable, and Ryan Allen was pretty damn good when, when he was here. Obviously, you made the choice, but go with this guy because he's so damn good. But if you ever seen a guy get the height and the on, on a ball as much as he gets the distance? He had one that went 60 yards yesterday, and I think it hung up there for like six seconds. It was unbelievable. Yeah, Jake's, Jake's done a great job for us. He's hit the ball extremely well, and um, – his uh, directional punting has been outstanding. Uh, he's really placed the ball on the sideline uh, multiple times already this season to eliminate returns, and so um, he's he's done a good job. He's put the ball up there, and our gunners, uh, whether that be obviously Matt, has been involved in a number of plays, but uh, John Jones and yesterday Brooks, uh, Terrence made a big hit down there um, on the single side, coming from the backside, and again with that kind of hang time. It brings both gunners into play. Uh, if you don't put enough hang time on the ball, a lot of times the backside guy just can't get there. But uh, no, Jake's put the ball up there with, with great position and, and height and hang time. Uh, really helped our coverage team out. He's done an outstanding job. Did you say this right from the get-go when you talk about placement of the ball? And that's important. And Allen was very good at that. He placed the ball where you wanted to and most times. So this kid's got a great leg, and he can kick the hell out of the ball. But how much did you see early on that you could depend on him in those situations to get the ball where you want the ball? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that's something he did a lot of in college. Um, and so he's we've done it more as he's gotten better at and he's performed well doing it. So, uh, you know, I think anytime you have a, a specialist, whether it be a, a place kicker, a punter, a quarterback, um, you know, whatever it happens to be, you, you, know, you play into that player's strengths. And um, – I'd say he's he's shown that this is one of his strengths. I'm not sure that we knew exactly how good it was or wasn't just because he hadn't done a lot of it. Uh, but he we knew he had a good leg and we put a lot of hang time on the ball. But his directional punting's been been really good, and so we've seen that uh, over the course of the spring training camp and and now into the regular season. So I think we're all gaining confidence in it. 
So you guys got Washington, a team that I don't think you're very familiar with. Um, and then you have a so you have Sunday, then you have a quick turnaround with Thursday. So there's a, a lot of coaching and just prepping. Well, how difficult is this in these next, uh, I guess, 10 days going to be for you guys? Yeah, it'll be really challenging for us, Christian. Um, you're right. We don't know the Redskins very well uh, at all. Uh, played them in preseason last year, but that really, you know, it's not, not the same. Mm-hmm. So um, they have a lot of outstanding players, a very good front, um, some good skill players. They're a very experienced offensive team. Uh, so with the offensive line, obviously guys like Peterson and, and uh, Vernon Davis and um, guys like that, Richardson, Quinn, and so forth. So uh, that it's a team that we need to get to know schematically. Um, they are, again, we don't have a lot of familiarity with them. Obviously, Coach Gruden runs a West Coast-based offense, but they run uh, a lot of stretch plays, boot plays, and mix those in with some scheme runs. Uh, you know, Defensively, they, they rush four, usually five guys, uh, quite a bit. So, um, you know, we're going to have to block some, some very good defensive front seven players. You could get one of three. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe three different quarterbacks. Yeah. you got to prepare for three different guys. Is that how you do it? Yeah, we do. We do. Yep. That's a challenge. Now, I want to ask you about Jamie Collins because what we saw in that missed field goal attempt, he just was set and he just f- f- jumped over the line. And the ruling is you can't run anymore. You can't take a step or two. And obviously you can't touch the lineman, but is that what it is? You can't run? Yeah, you that's right. Yeah, you have to be on the line of scrimmage. That's right. Is that normal to see a guy his size just be able to just jump over linemen? Just a freakish athlete. Well, he's a great athlete. I think we all know that. So, you know, there's there's not too much. Um, you know, he can't do athletically. He was pretty close to blocking the next field goal coming off the off the edge on the outside. So, he's um, he's a very explosive player. Um, he's got a great great lower body, very explosive. Um, you know, through contact and through space, um, and and over, <laughs> he can jump too. So. Uh, as well as being long and and uh, you know fast and has a lot of power, so um, he he played another you know outstanding game for us on, on yeah. both defense and in the kicking game. And like you said, he's really close on that. If that ball hadn't missed to the right, if it had been straight, I might have had it. Hmm. All right, so it's, it's the drive of the week question from Mercedes Benz, and I'm going to change things up a little bit, right? Okay, so I'm going to play a little game with you and see if I can stump you. <laughs> Let me do my read first, though. So the, the question of the week is brought to you by your Boston area Mercedes Benz dealers and the new 2020 Mercedes Benz GLC SUV equipped with the highly intelligent Mercedes Benz user experience and a sleek, sporty exterior. All right, so JC Jackson had a great game, blocked a punt, two picks. Do you know what the JC stands for? Uh, I'm not giving that one up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just like an old test he used to give to you, right? So you do what? <laughs> yeah, somewhat, yeah. I'm, the I, third safety I, I on just, this team. Yeah, I just happened to find out. I just happened to come across it. Yeah, a lot of us did. Yeah, that's right. So it's. Uh, so I'm going to say that. What I don't think it? this should be a It's uh, Gerald Christopher. Okay. I'm going to call him Gerald from now on. You should. Yeah, I, th- I like that name. I think he Gerald. likes to be called JC. JC. Four and O onward to Washington. We'll catch you here next Monday. All right, sounds good. See you Bill. later, Bill. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.